Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, we don't seem to escape the theme of agricultural trade when we talk about South Africa's agriculture. I thought this week we may look at other aspects around food prices. But just before recording this podcast, I was looking at South Africa's agricultural trade for the year. And I think the second quarter numbers deserve some bit of spotlight. In the second quarter of this year, South Africa's agricultural exports amounted to $3.4 billion. This is up by 0.1% from the second quarter uh, of 2022. So reasonably flat, uh, one can say, uh, from the same period last year. Now, someone may ask and say, if then these exports are flat from the same period last year, what's so special? Why are we highlighting them instead of moving in out to other themes? The reason for that is because we had all feared that we could see this year South Africa's agricultural exports softening. And I think that fear is still there, at least to my mind. And I think for the second half of this year, we could see the exports softening from the levels that we saw last year. And there's a number of things that are behind that. And if you listen to the podcast just before this one, the episode before this one, we talk about these uh, highlighting issues of a foot and mouth disease that had undermined the performance of the livestock industry. Issues in the EU where our citrus industry as South Africa faces a range of challenges there. So those are some of the things that we had highlighted. Importantly, also the issue of commodity prices, because last year, while South Africa benefited on, on exports through higher volumes, but also higher commodity prices assisted on South Africa achieving that record exports for 2022, which was about $12.8 billion. Now, this time around, commodity prices are down. I mean, think about grains, for example. They're down by roughly 17% on a year-on-year basis if you look at the prices of that. Um, and a range of other commodity prices are also down. So you have that dynamic that is playing part. And you also have problems in the EU this time around with the citrus black spot. And we thought that these may undermine the performance to an extent, particularly from the second uh, quarter of this year. And of course, some of these problems will likely be apparent when we're looking at the third quarter of the year uh, exports. But with the data that we have, it paints an encouraging picture. And which is why I think it's important that uh, we, we spend a bit of time in highlighting it. Now, one may ask and say, what are these products that we exported to the world market a lot in the second uh, quarter of this year? And those products are mainly citrus, maize, apples, pears, wine, sugar, soybeans, wool, avocado, pineapples, fruit juices, nuts, and grapes. These are the products that dominated the export list out of South Africa to the world in the second quarter of this year. And as I said, the commodity prices are down compared to levels that we saw last year. So the volumes, the improvement in volumes that we exported is one of the things that has contributed uh, to these decent exports that we're seeing. But I think the other thing that is worth highlighting is the issue of logistics, because South Africa uh, is struggling on its ports with efficiency challenges and, of course, the railway line facing numerous challenges as well. But the agricultural industry, together with Transnet, has been having some of these discussions in various forums, which improve communication 
on highlighting where are the glitches when we are exporting, what are the areas that need efficiencies. And I think that those conversations, they've also assisted on ensuring that the movement of agricultural products through exports is better, regardless of the cost which some commodities may express that they, they continue to struggle and they incur large uh, amount of cost. But I think the bottom point is that those discussions that are happening, they are assisting on ensuring that at least these high value and perishable products, they reach the export markets. And the numbers that we're looking at for the second quarter, they speak to that. But of course, there's still much room for improvement in the efficiencies in our ports and our railway line um, and even on the road networks because we, we, are, we, are, we are experiencing a, a lot of challenges there in South Africa. Now, another prob- uh, question that people may ask is to say from a regional perspective, where are these exports? Are we seeing any change in our orientation of our exports uh, from the numbers that we have for the second quarter of the year? And uh, uh, quite pleasantly there, we're still quite nicely diverse like the past quarter or the past years. For example, 36% of South Africa's agricultural exports in the second quarter of this year went to the African continent. The second largest market was Asia in the Middle East, taking up roughly 30% share in South Africa's agricultural exports. The third largest market was the EU, with about 18% of South Africa's agricultural exports. The Americas region was about 6%. And of course, the second largest market for South Africa, if you're looking at a single country perspective, not the grouping that I have mentioned, is always the UK. And South Africa's agricultural exports to the UK um, were about 7% of our exports went to the UK. So this is a big market. Let me just give you a perspective of it. If you were to look on average on South Africa's agricultural exports to the BRICS countries, they usually are average over the past five years at about 8%. Now, if the UK alone is 7%, that just gives you a perspective about how big the UK is. And I know I'm not comparing apple to apple here. I'm comparing a single quarter and the average of five years. But I mean, even if you can take the UK and average it over the five years, you will come to 7 6%, uh, but it remains one of those important market. This is also the reason why we had always been pushing to say, let's expand our participation in the BRICS countries, move beyond the political side and really put the trade agenda, which is something that uh, I think we are succeeding on pushing uh, for that. And one of the segments that we have recorded in this podcast does speak to that matter. And I think anyone that is interested does page through our profile of this podcast and you will see one of the podcasts that speaks to it and you can listen to, to, to that segment. Now, another question that people may ask is to say, on the imports perspective, how are we doing? Now, the imports in the second half quarter of this year declined by 6% um, uh, to around about $1.8 South Africa still imports, but on the second quarter, they were down 6% year-on-year basis uh, to $1.8 The products that are there is still the usual ones, rice, wheat, palm oil, whiskey, and poultry. And of course, some of these is because we have limitations environmentally on the production of this. If you think about rice, South Africa is a reasonably dry country, uh, so we cannot produce rice and palm oil. On wheat, we don't produce enough. We're also constrained by the environment. On poultry, we are trying to make inroads on improving our poultry production. And of course, on whiskey, it's a different uh, dynamic. Consumer taste matters a lot about what whiskeys people prefer, but that's that's where we, we are now at $1.8 billion in the second quarter of this year. 
Now, the decline, that 6% year-on-year decline, was largely driven by certain products, whiskey, wheat, and poultry were the one major drivers of that 6% year-on-year decline in this. Now, if you were to take the imports and exports, you put it in perspective, and you say, where are we in agricultural trade, or where were we in the second quarter? Now, we had a trade surplus in agriculture in the second quarter of this year of about $1.6 billion dollars. Uh, This is up 9% on a year-on-year basis. And of course, then if you consider what I've mentioned, this is really a function of a decline in imports rather than a significant improvement in exports, which is why we have this trade surplus of 1.6 billion, up 9%. But generally, South Africa is a net exporter of agricultural products. We export about half of what we produce in value terms. So this good quarterly performance is really something that we had expected. But our view is that that when you're looking at the value of our exports for the year, you may see it declining compared to what we exported in 2022. And the reason for that is what is in the previous podcast and the points that I've alluded to at the start of this uh, particular segment. Now, one of the key things that I think we need to be focusing on beyond some of the matters that I have talked about for the near term, it's really the issue of opening more markets for South Africa for the long term. And this is why the discussion then about the BRICS Plus, which I was referring to, to say we are not participating and benefiting aggressively within the BRICS, but we can expand our access there. And I think the countries that we we are aiming on in South Africa is China, India, and Saudi Arabia within the BRICS Plus. Those are important markets for us to widen our exports. But this, again, does not mean it's at the expense of the existing markets. The relationship that South Africa has with the EU, with the African continent, Asia, the Middle East, uh, and of course the Americas region is very important. And just these numbers that I was talking about with uh, regards to our exports, they are a testimony of the importance of those markets. And I think beyond these BRICS plus countries, other strategic markets for South Africa to expand our reach on is South Korea, Japan, Vietnam, Taiwan, Mexico, the Philippines, and Bangladesh. And these are important markets. And I think the ambition of the export expansion is shared by both the private sector in South Africa and the South African government. Of course, now the ball then is on the Department of Trade, Industry, and Competition together with the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development to sit down and lead the way on opening up these export markets while working with the private sector. But for the second quarter, good performance so far. We think the the third and the fourth quarter will show some muted performance for the reasons that I've explained, and that will lead us for this year to see our exports um, are subdued compared to last year, but still better performance in South Africa remaining a net exporter of the agricultural products. That's it for this week, colleagues. And uh, that is why I thought it's important for me to jump into this podcast, folks, um, and, and still talk about this issue of trade. Depending about what the news for the week will be, I may move into the issue of prices. Because in South Africa, the politicians are worried about the prices and uh, they, they, they've just published, for example, in my blog, something around the food inflation dynamics. I may digest that note into a podcast, but if you want to read it instantly, you go to my blog and read uh, the note that we just published now. The link uh, to my blog will be is on the pod, is on the is on the description of this podcast, which is wandilesitlobot.com. And of course, uh, please also follow some of our information 
uh, in the organization that I work for, the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa, www.agbiz.co.za. And of course, go check out my new book, A Country of Two Agricultures. Uh, came out in the first of this month and we're still on a spree of promoting the book um, and I've been so humbled by the reviews and many people that are excited about the book and hope that the listeners of this podcast can also go and check out the book. Thank you so very much for listening folks. I will catch up on the following week. Yeah.